0: Welcome to the new channel. Our passion transforms our community that sees all things new. I'm Alpha Sanford and I'm streaming live from Boston, Massachusetts. Good morning everybody, good evening, good afternoon. Mabuhay to all of you who are viewing with us today. Welcome to Once a Teacher, Always a Teacher, Season 2, Episode 4. Yeah. yeah. It's Alpha Sanford. I'm so glad that you're here with us this morning or tonight, wherever you are in this part of the world. If you are with us, please put in your comment, your name, say hi to us, your location. And if there is a parent, a caregiver, or a guardian, or somebody who's taking care of infants, toddlers, preschoolers, or simply raising a child or children, Please tag them right now because for today's show, we will be talking with an expert who will be sharing with us her thoughts on raising um, respectful or we will be talking about respectful parenting. And she will be teaching us how to raise children with patience and resilience, which is exactly what we need today in raising our children. Uh, Before we move on, here in Massachusetts, it's a beautiful Saturday morning. Typically, on a summer morning like this, I would be in the farmer's market getting my fruits and my veggies and my eggs. But today, I will go there later. I hope I'll be able to still have some fresh um, veggies and vegetable over there. So anyhow... um, Today, I am very thankful, even though I know that you may be doing something else, you so you um, opted to join us. So thank you. All right. Um, to our teachers, I know most of you are probably home, enjoying the summer, at least the teachers here in the U.S., right? And I know in the Philippines, there are still some schools that are uh, still ongoing. And uh, um, if you are uh, still in school and you're joining us today, especially if you are an early childhood educator, please say hi in the comments section. And hopefully later I'll be able to look back and do a shout out to all of you. I know you've been working so hard this year. Um, our educators here in the US, they've worked so hard the entire year so I wanna say thank you to all the effort that you have done. What an amazing and wonderful year and another year for all of you to share your wisdom, your knowledge, and all the things that you have taught to our students or to your students. Um, 2021 to 2022 school year uh, was a journey. And now it's behind us right now. It's summertime and I hope you are enjoying it. All right. With that said, let's see. I'm going to now introduce to you our guest for today. All right. So our topic today is really about respectful parenting. If you have not heard of that, we'll be learning from our guest today. Also, uh, throughout this conversation, we'll be talking uh, to her in terms of expanding the access of um, appropriately educating infants, toddlers, and preschoolers, especially in the Philippines. And we will also hear from her, what is she doing in really reaching out to to all the families out there who may not have uh, this knowledge about uh, raising Children with Resilience and Patience. So, without further much ado, let me introduce to you our guest today. So, Teacher Tanya Velasco is a Family Life and Child Development Specialist. She graduated with a degree in Family Life and Child Development from the University of the Philippines in Diliman. Hello, Teacher Tanya! <laughs> uh, fellow isko, isko ng Bayan. Um, and received her her master's degree in leadership and education from Pacific Oaks College in Pasadena, California. As an early childhood educator, teacher Tanya has worked in the preschool for 10 years. So she's been in this uh, uh, area of education for a while. She has worked both in the Philippines and here in the US, um, especially in California. All right, when she was in California, she was given the opportunity to work in different infant and toddler preschools. She was also the recipient of the California Director and Mentor Program in which she gained more training on preschool administration. In the Philippines, she worked as a toddler teacher at the University of the Philippines Child Development Center and served as program consultants to preschools. Teacher Tanya also taught college students, particularly at the University of the Philippines in Deliman and at the Miriam College for six years. So Teacher Tanya is really, really passionate about respectful parenting. All right, if you have not done your hashtag, our hashtag is really about hashtag respectful parenting. She's currently working on her certification in becoming an infant and toddler specialist. And as an infant and toddler practitioner, teacher Tanya handles parent infant toddler classes and at the same time, educates parents about respectful parenting through seminar. With that said, why don't we bring in teacher Tanya? Teacher Tanya,
1: come on in. Good good morning. Teacher Alpha, and good evening to everyone here in the Philippines and other parts of Asia. (laughs) Hi, uh, Teacher Tanya. Thanks for coming in. Of course. Anytime.
0: Yeah, thank you. You have done such an amazing job in the field of early childhood education. That's amazing. So for our viewers, tell us what have you been up to? With your family and you know with your expertise in this area and especially after all that has happened in the past two years
1: how are your kids um yeah um thank you for asking that's a very uh, thoughtful question i'd like to say hi to my children they're, <laughs> they're still up right now watching so hi to ellie julia um our son nathan is asleep already um hi um well, for the past two years, as other Filipino parents would also agree with me, that we've been on lockdown for a very long time already. So it's really a challenge as a parent to, you know, to just um, be at home, be with your kids. And for those who are working, I have a lot of working moms and friends. It's, it's really a challenge. Um, but it was also a time for me as a parent to, you know, to really reflect and really savor my time with my children. I realized during the pandemic that they just grew up so fast. That's right. And it was a reminder for me that, you know, because we're on lockdown, we're just at home. So we were not really rushing. It was really enjoying our day-to-day activities together. Um, Like, you know, even if it's just the same old thing that we do, wake up, eat. You know you find joy in the small things and it's it was a reminder for me that um that as a parent um, you just need to be contented and to be grateful for the small things you get to experience with your children so that's what um i've been learning as a parent for the past two years
0: oh i love it yes absolutely you know the feeling of joy around our children, or in my case, I only have one child. My husband and I only have a daughter. So, we only have a daughter. Uh, so, really, the feeling of seeing her grow and the joy of seeing her is uh, priceless. So, I love how you said it, even though, you know, little things just being around them, but it's so important, right? Yeah.
1: Is that respectful parenting? Teacher Tanya. Yeah, um, I would like to really thank um, my mentors who introduced me to Respectful Parenting. Mm -hmm. Um, It's an approach that allows you to really become more mindful of your, um, your engagement with your children. It's seeing them as a unique individual and seeing that they are a unique person. They are worth respecting. So let's say um, I have three children, of different ages. So that means three different unique individuals with different preferences and um, I don't know um, different challenges and personalities yeah. as well. And because um, of that respectful parenting approach, I really learned to, you know, to respect their uniqueness. Mm-hmm. to to see them as as a blessing from the lord but at the same time um with my day-to-day engagement with them it, it's really a reminder that um the way i talk to them mm-hmm. the way i communicate with them is so important my presence um one of the big um, principles of respectful parenting is really um authenticity it's it's mm-hmm. it's expressing to your children what you really feel. And that's respecting um, respecting, and also um, acknowledging what they feel as a mm-hmm. person. So it's not telling them you should not feel this way, you should not be not okay. Um, so authenticity is, is part of that. And as a parent, they know and I'm very transparent to them that when I'm very tired, <laughs> I tell them, when I've had a very long day, they see it on my face. It's mm-hmm. not like I put a, a happy face and say, Pagod na, pagod na, ho, pero naka smile ako. Diba? That's, that's a mixed message.
0: Right. So, yeah.
1: It's not that I tell them everything. I just tell them, Mommy is so tired. I had a long day. Can you please help me? Right. So, so, that's part of respectful parenting. It's also in, in their part, also, when they tell me, Mama, I'm not ready yet. So as a parent, I step back and say, okay, maybe I'll give you 10 more minutes. Uh-huh. So that before I nag you and say, pack away, put back all your things, ang kalat-kalat sa bahay. And when I ask them, are you ready to pack away? Do you want me to give you a bit more time?
0: Uh-huh. And that's also
1: respecting that they have their own um, timing as uh-huh. well. So those are just the day-to-day activities <laughs> and challenges that we do at home and how we apply uh, that approach.
0: Yeah, I love how you just shared to our viewers that uh, uh, you're acknowledging the boundaries of yourself and also the boundaries of your children Um, and also being honest in terms of your feelings because as a parent yourself, uh, you know, um, there's time that we need to be honest to them and say, look, I'm tired for now. Can we just do this one in a few minutes or something like that? And I think in the Filipino culture, somehow there is this prevailing expectation or even stigma that if you are a parent, you know, you're being put on a pedestal, right? And then everything that you have to say is like just being followed by your children. But after hearing from you, respectful parenting is really about mindful parenting, which I love, right? Was there a moment in your life as a parent when you realized this concept and it's really like working? Can you tell us about that?
1: Um, When when I was a first-time mom to Ellie, um, that was eight years ago, because I'm a teacher. Uh, you know this very well, Teacher Alpha, that we're trained to create a curriculum. We should have this set um milestones, checklists, right? We We assess yeah. our... Ch- we assess our students. So the way I look at Ellie, I saw her as more of my student. Like I'm uh-huh. gonna make her my guinea pig. Uh, I'm gonna make her this. I'm gonna try this. All the theories I've learned in college, uh-huh. I I was so excited for that. But I realized when um when I learned about this parenting approach, when I was talking to my mentor, in in my masteral. She said, you know, Tanya, you have to throw away your curriculum. You know, I did a one-year curriculum for Ellie. Uh, Mm -hmm. It was a lesson plan that I did for her. And when I showed it to my mentor, I said, hey, look, I made a curriculum for my daughter. And you know what she told me? Throw that away. I don't need (laughs) that. And I said, what? I worked hard for it. This was my training. And she said, you know, what you just need to do is to observe more, do less, and enjoy most. I'll, I'll say it again. Observe more. Do less and enjoy most, and that's what the respectful parenting approach is all about. You you observe your child, you enjoy your child as they grow, and you don't need to put them in a set curriculum because that's not how children should be, right? Um, right. So 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 that's how um it started for me. It was throwing away what I know. And seeing my daughter as my, um, I, I was uh, I was a student. It was the other way around. I was learning from my student, and from my daughter that happened to be Ellie.
0: That's wonderful. Um, wow! So all the curriculum that you did, her gone because <laughs> in raising children, uh, you know, yeah, we just need to observe, uh, do less. You said and enjoy the most. That's true. That's true naman, You know, there is no set curriculum or textbook that we have to follow as parents so that we will be able to raise good children or at least hope someday that they'll be good citizens, right? Pero now that we're talking about some sort of like, uh, you know, um, evaluation as a parent, is there ever a time when you say oh this is really working is there a gauge of measurement on being a good and respectful parent
1: yeah I you know this pandemic was um was a uh, was uh, an assurance for me that this approach was working or is working for my children because when you're on lockdown um, especially in the Philippines we had very strict guidelines, we even had uh, only one adult can go out of the house. Anyway, so, and their school was closed, right? School was closed. Yeah. yeah. And I remember telling my children, we don't have school. You you plan your your schedule, just play. Find things in the house that you can play with. And one of the things that I learned from the respectful parenting approach, which is, Uh, pioneer by Magda Gerber. And it's, I'll say it again, it's about RIE, it's Resources for Infant Educator. You can search that online and it's a a worldwide organization. And I learned that you have to trust your children. Mm
0: -hmm. And trusting
1: your, you have to trust that your children can learn on their own. That's that's part of it. Um, As an infant, an infant always learns. So as they grow up, when they are motivated to learn, they will find ways to engage themselves. So that's why um, earlier on, um, when they were children, we didn't really expose them to gadgets when they were infants until mm-hmm. about two years old. Mm-hmm. And and I saw I saw the the benefits now that we were in the pandemic that I would see them playing in the garden outside. Um, I would find find them in the playroom just you know finding anything that they can play with and engaging themselves. Um, so, so that's one of the benefit. Um, also, when we eat outside, um, we don't have gadgets with us. Mm-hmm. Um, so, some parents would would look at. I, I remember seeing um, some parents look at us in a uh, in a restaurant, and and, parang they were thinking, uh ah, bigyan mo na lang ng cellphone mas madali naman eh, di Para ka din. Mm-hmm. But my husband and I um, earlier on we knew that. If we can delay it, we will delay it. And that's what we learned from the respectful parenting approach that our children can engage themselves. Yes. Intrinsically. We don't have to trust a gadget or 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 find something like our cell phone so that they can keep themselves amused. They will learn how to wait if we give them the opportunity to wait. So so you would see our children, you know, using the placemat in the in the restaurant, <laughs> drawing on it, doodling on it. Um, sometimes they'll just talk to each other, which are really important values that I see in some families or, you know, um, kanya-kanya naman talaga eh, Pero I think the conversation during mealtimes are very important. And, and so those are just the benefits that, um, that we are reaping right now that they're in the elementary years already. So, um, so there.
0: That's great. I couldn't agree more with what you said teacher Tanya that's pretty amazing now here's a question for you you talk about the use of gadgets you know cell phones iPads iPhones smartphones whatever uh it's out there right in terms of electronic gadgets is there a specific recommendation in terms of when children or what age should children access these gadgets for recreational purposes
1: um, uh, the American Academy of Pediatrics, or AAP, if you Google them, and they have this whole journal on the use of gadgets, they would say that they recommended eighteen months and above. Um, eighteen months, um, it's probably not any show that you see online. It mm-hmm. should be a live video, so maybe a FaceTime mm-hmm. would be would be okay. A vibe. It's, a, it's really live chatting with someone, and I know this okay. pandemic. Yeah, I, I've seen a lot of uh, families that I know of, um, you know, because the infants have not seen their grandparents, right? They mm-hmm. were born through the pandemic hap- that happened to my son. Uh, he mm-hmm. hasn't seen other relatives. So we use the the screen so that they can be introduced to each other. That's, that's uh, a good, a positive use of the gadgets. We also recommend slow-moving uh, shows, not... Not the ones that you see. Not the ones that you see that they're fast moving. So wow. maybe a slow uh, National Geographic video, or also something that's meaningful. Maybe a video of the infant himself, mm-hmm. um, like what they do to Nathan when he was 18 months. Um, Nathan, this is what we did today. Remember, these were the relatives you saw today. So it's it's meaningful for him. So so those are are, are um, some recommendations. And if you can delay it. Delay it some more. I think we, are we are we we the parents, are the ones that really control, should be the one uh, controlling the when. Cause tayo naman nagbibigay ng gadgets, right? So ako, my stand on that if, if you can delay it um, and you don't expose them yet, then do that. But of course, um, if you start exposing them, you need to be able to um, uh, evaluate first the shows that you will show your children. Mm-hmm. Um, not all educational shows are actually educational, right? So, mm-hmm. um, so there. That's
0: great. Now, let's just say, for example, um, I'm a parent who has already um, let my children access these gadgets as early as one month old. I, I've seen, you know, I've seen some parents also, and it's uh, you're feeling like it's too late. What do you think could they do to, you know, take back their power and really let their children grow intrinsically and that, um, you know, enjoy life outside of the gadgets? What what would they do or what should
1: they do? I think it's very important that you set a routine. Uh, Having a schedule really help an infant. Mm -hmm. And, you know, uh, my mentor, Ruth Ann Hammond, um, she's a... she's an infant and toddler associate with RIE or Resources for Infant Educator. She would always tell me, you know, Tanya, babies condition so well. So mm-hmm. if we set them up in an environment that is very, uh, we call it cognitively challenging, emotionally nurturing, then your infant will just really be conditioned. So mm-hmm. what do I tell the parent? Um, you wean off the infant from the gadgets slowly, Wow. Communicate with your infant why you are doing this. It's not true that they don't understand; they do understand. And when you they see that you're very tentative, mm-hmm. they will not they will not really um, cooperate with you. If mommy would say, "Oh, no gadget," but daddy will say, "Okay, let's give him five more minutes," so he looks to the parent that is really more tentative. And so he will not really cooperate. So both parents or whoever um, caregiver is taking care of him, all of the family um, members should be um, consistent
0: um, Mm -hmm. in
1: in really uh, uh, um, implementing this kind of routine. So I would say um, look for play objects that are appropriate for an infant. Mm -hmm. And you don't have to buy. You can just go to your kitchen and look for these play objects um balls um kitchen uh basin that you use for baking are really good in um toys or play mm-hmm. objects for infants their hands for a for a 1 month old we say that hands are the first toys mm. so let him exp- explore his hands you don't have to put them in mittens yung lumpin, yung sa filipino lampien or um how do you call that the the burp bib that's already a toy for an infant. So mm-hmm. so you need to be able to provide developmentally appropriate toys so mm-hmm. that your infant will find something to explore with. Um, your face, um, your presence is really one of the best toys, your face. So it means you need to communicate with your baby. You don't have to commit, you don't have to be um, always on your phone. Your physical presence and your emotional presence, would really mean so much for an infant. So that's what I'm going to suggest. Have a routine. Um, uh, Maybe in the morning, it's feeding time, and then there's play time, Mm. and then there's nap time. So, So that's what you do over and over again. And you'll be surprised that your infant will really cooperate. But it starts with that mindset that, hey, we will do this together, and let's be consistent.
0: Oh, I love it. It made me reflect in terms of um, how my daughter was when she was younger. So she would take actually, which one, like the tip of my hair, and she would feel as if the tip of my hair is so stiff. And she would like tap my hair onto her face until she feels relaxed and she'd keep on doing it. And uh, uh, thinking about what you mentioned, you know, your face as a parent or uh, any part of your face that your children can can touch could be something that uh, um, could be enjoyable to them. So, yeah, that's that's pretty powerful. Um, earlier, teacher Tanya, you mentioned about letting our children trust themselves uh, or letting letting go of the letting them be able to you know uh intrinsically grow and trusting them to grow so earlier i had a thought right um thinking about in the philippine context um some parents may be saying uh, What if I don't trust my child because my child does not have the capacity to think for themselves, right? Um, What should I do? Is there a specific thing that I need to know so that I could build this trust that I have for my child? So I'm thinking, let's just say a certain child fell down from a table and then do i just trust my child to you know get back up and do something else
1: what are your thoughts um i'm gonna plug my seminar (laughs) i'm gonna tell the parents um my answer to that is attend my attend my respectful beginning seminar (laughs) so that i can um it's it's really an awareness um it doesn't it you, you don't it's something that I also learned through time uh-huh. that um, it's really hard to um uh, to parent children because you're coming from a very traditional um parenting and a background, right? Mm-hmm. Especially in the Philippines, um, having had um, a parent infant program for almost four years, I've I've seen different kinds of parents, met work with different kinds of parents, but the common um. Uh, value is that we were raised in a traditional um, parenting approach, right. so we bring that. We always bring that with us and transfer that kind of value to our children. And and, and it's not it's not something to um, to uh, be sorry about. It's just that that's how we were brought up. So I would plug my seminar and encourage you to attend. Uh, It's entitled Respectful Beginnings because I talk about principles of uh, uh, what are the five things that babies really need. And if you know these five things that babies need, you will understand your role as a parent. Mm -hmm. Um, you play a very important role in the life of of your child. The zero to three years are very important. It's it's really the foundational years. It's the earliest years. And so you play a very important role. Your role is not just to change a diaper Mm -hmm. or to feed your baby. It's more than that. It's really being a consistent, constant caregiver in the life of your child. So... um, um, if you want to know more about it how you can learn to trust your child i invite you to attend my seminar because it will really change the way you will see your child and understand your role as a parent so that's my answer to that
0: oh i love it and um if we have at least two hours i was gonna say what else can they learn from respectful beginnings right <laughs> but anyway i think that we should definitely put it right there that All this information can be seen on Teacher Tanya's website at teachertanyavelasco.com. All right. Did I get that right, Teacher Tanya? That's your website, Uh, right? um, It's tanyavelasco.com. Okay. There you go. tanyavelasco.com. All right. There you go, folks. If you want to learn more about respectful parenting and trusting your children whether you're a parent a caregiver um a single mom single parent who is raising their children please get on to the teacher tanya's website right here let's flash that again um and make sure that you visit uh, her website and also follow her on instagram okay um so let's switch gears a little bit teacher tanya i heard that aside from these uh, seminars and this uh, um, parenting sessions that you are doing you are also working as a consultant right uh tell us about this and what have you been up to in terms of expanding the access of respectful parenting, and really uh, teaching the grander public around this issue.
1: Um, that's true, though. One of my advocacy is really to, um, with the limited capacity that I have, I can only reach as much parents that I meet on Instagram or within my circle. Is really my prayer that I'll be able to reach um, the wider audience, really go to the grassroots um, go to the communities, and, and really, you know, um, work and help our daycare system. So right. slowly, um, with little opportunities that are given to me um, with my team, we were able to at least give a simple training to daycare workers. To, we call them child care workers. Um, be able to develop content for them. So, so that's something that um, I've been uh, doing. It's really, uh, you know, if, it's really love for country. <laughs> I always, um, we always tell my team and I would always joke, talagang para sabayan. You know, yeah. when you're a teacher, when you're really, your heart will always be to help the Filipino family. So uh, we, we try our best to give trainings, um, uh, develop materials, simple workbooks. Um, so there, if if you're working a daycare system, message me. We really want to help you the best way we can um, there. So that's that's something that I really do and I'm very, very passionate about.
0: That's right. I think it really comes from uh, uh, being a graduate of the University of the Philippines. I think it's uh, um, in our hearts and we learn from the get-go that, you know, when you graduate or after you graduate, wherever you are in this part of the world, world you need to give back and I love how you said it "Para for the country I mm-hmm. love it yeah so um when we come back teacher Tanya I'd love for you to share your thoughts on um raising children uh to be patient and to be resilient all right so folks those of you who are still with us uh stay tuned We'll just take a quick break, and then when we come back, we'll be asking Teacher Tanya in terms of raising your children to be patient and to be resilient. We'll see you in a few minutes. a live stream platform of online shows for people on the go. Please watch all our shows as seen on the screen. Imagine having your own show, your own playlist, your own content, but we make it easier for you. TNC aims to transform the lives of our viewers through engaging, authentic, and original content. Our vision is to become a global 24 over 7 live stream channel that showcases Filipino talent, global influencers, cultural intelligence and ingenuity. Please continue to watch once a teacher, always a teacher on selected Saturdays at 10:30 am Eastern Standard Time and that's 10:30 p.m Philippines or Manila time. You can also watch live or on replay via Facebook or YouTube. You can also follow us on IG, listen to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Just search hashtag TNC now. For sponsorships, please email now at thenewchannel.com or send us a DM. Enjoy these life-changing shows because we made them for you. All right, folks, why don't we bring back Teacher Tanya, and then we will continue our conversation on raising children to be patient and resilient. Hi again, Teacher Tanya. Hi, Teacher Hi. Alpha. All right, so the question is, in times like these, right, when parents are feeling so overwhelmed, with too many stimulations, such as, you know, electronic devices, all the constant flow of social media, and also maybe in the sort of like geopolitical environment that we are in. Can you walk us through, if there's any, like a step-by-step process of raising kids with patience
1: and with more
0: resilience?
1: I think there's no... <laughs> formula to that or there's, <laughs> I think there's really um, no step by step process but I think it's really having a mindset okay. um, one of the things I, I ask the parents who attend my seminar is what is your vision for your child mm. and what is your prayer for your child because if you know your why, wise it will really change how you see your role as a mm. parent um, mm-hmm. one of the things that really were influential to me um, was Dr. Honey Carandang's um, approach to parenting. And she said that uh, Filipino parents should know why they do the things that they do.
0: Okay. Um,
1: do- Dr. Carandang is our National Social Scientist for Psychology.
0: She's okay. really my
1: favorite um, psychologist. Aside from that, she's a, the pioneer of play therapy in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. And, and one of the things I learned from her is that parenting nation-building mm. and so when I step back and I ask myself what do I want my children to become mm. um, I want them um, to be um, helping our Filipino I mean I want them to help our country in, in little ways that they can they can um, it's by you know living out values that are very important um, to our family so so i i always reflect as a parent uh why do i do this and mm-hmm. am i am i asking too much for my children so so the mindful parenting approach is very related to respectful parenting it's really being intentional okay. of the things that you do with your children and and sometimes at the end of the day lalo na nung pandemic i ask myself was that meaningful or did I just go about my day just to say, I did it. Right. So as a parent, you need to really reflect. And reflecting as a parent will really um, also affect the way you raise your children. And it has an impact also with with your children. Pag nakita nila na you're reflecting, um, you're more mindful, um, it also changes the way they see things. They become more mm-hmm. peaceful they become more, um, less stressed. Um, you, know, you know, as early as infants, um, when a parent is stressed, more probably the, the infant will also be stressed. For sure. When you are more peaceful as a parent, the infant will become more peaceful. They say that the way you touch your infant or your toddler, it, it releases this, um, um, uh, we call it that stress hormone. So, the more that you hold your infant slowly um it it releases good hormones to your mm-hmm. infants, so it really starts with your mindset as a parent, and when you know you're wise, it will affect the way you parent your children. so that's just um my recommendation. yeah
0: it's a really tall order um because as parents, right, we too have too many. Things in mind, and our minds are like um, if you don't have a meditation or mindful practice, it's uh, running all over nonstop all the time, right? Any tips, Teacher Tanya, in terms of being a more mindful parent?
1: Um, one of the things my mentor would always tell me there is no perfect parent. Okay, there is no this. perfect parent.
0: <laughs> and so okay. because there is
1: no perfect parent, your children would not want a perfect parent as well. Okay. So by just hearing that, it levels off my all my expectations already. You know, um, before becoming a mom, I was a planner. I had a checklist, mm-hmm. like I have a notebook, my things to do. When I became a mom, <laughs> I had no <laughs> checklist anymore. <laughs> so um, I've learned to be content mm-hmm. with just one thing off my checklist. And that simplifies simplifies my life actually being a parent. Wow, parang, it it was a 360 degree turn for me if what really is basic is what really is simple. Diba? So um, those are my tips. Um find ways where you can really, you know, just find time within your busy day to reflect. I don't know in what way some parents would watch a Netflix show. Me, I go walking or I read a book, I journal, I pray. So find moments within your day where you can do self-care because that is so important. Um, you will come home or or face your children as a better mom, a more rested mom, and a more relaxed mom. So that's that's my tip. You no, know? find time, a time, no matter how busy it is, an hour, a 30 minute. You know what? Um, a friend of mine would really take time to take a shower, really, in the bathroom for 30 minutes because that's your self-care. You know, when you become a mom, yung ligo mong, Right? Wow, wow, Wow! I'm out of the shower already. And then you have a toddler knocking at your door and calling you, right? So um, find time within your day to do self-care. Um, second, find a community, um, friends, because, you know, when you become a mom, especially for first-time moms, you just live within a bubble, um, it's just you and your kids. So it's not going to be healthy for you. So find a support group, whether it's uh, your friends from college, whether it's from church. Um, you need, or it doesn't have to be a lot, maybe uh, one or two people that you can really pour your heart to and just, you know, help me. I'm, I'm doing this. And I can't figure out is this is the right thing. So, me and my part, I'm very grateful to have a church community, really uh, mm-hmm. friends who can speak the truth in love. And tell me things that, hey, Tanya, I think you need to be doing this. Or Tanya, I think you've become less patient with your children on this part. So so that's um, just my advice. Two things. Yeah.
0: That's great. That's wonderful. Um, any last word that you can share with our viewers? So let's just say if you have this five-minute inspirational talks to our parents, caregivers, or whatever. What, what else can you say about respectful parenting and raising
1: children? I think the pandemic is was a, a reset for us. Um, the past two years was a reset for us as parents. It really simplified our life. And that um, I, would, I would quote what Magda Gerber of the RIE Parenting would say, of the respectful parenting, observe more, do less, and enjoy more. So as a parent, try to reflect on that. Am I really doing more than what's expected of me? Am I enjoying my children? Am I finding times within the busy day to just be with my children and to just play with them? So observe more, do less, and enjoy more. So thank you, Magda Gerber, for for opening my eyes to that wonderful quote. And last one is... um, a uh, respectful beginning, um, parenting, is um, when you parent with a respectful mindset, you are investing in the future of your children. So keep in mind that if you're a parent of a toddler, of an infant, those are funda- foundational years. And whatever you um, experience with your children, it will have an impact later on. Actually, lifetime studies would tell you it's really an impact for the lifetime development or well-being of your child so don't take this three first three years of their lives for granted if you can find more time to be with them do so because they grew up so fast so so that's just my encouragement
0: that's right and what's next for teacher tanya and the world on respectful parenting
1: um, I pray I get to finish my certification. Uh, I'd like to say hi to my mentor, Ruth she has been checking on me. Um uh maybe um more seminars. So I'll be doing uh, a seminar respectful beginning. I also do a seminar for caregivers. Um or mga tinatawag nating natin kasambahays or or yayas. So um it's online, but I pray I get to do a face-to-face because I miss doing face-to-face seminars already. Um what else is in store for me? Um, I do um, IG live every once a month, nice. so we call it "Mom Mom" cada session. So I interview different um, friends of mine who are moms also. So watch out for that. So just check my Instagram for more uh, seminars. But right now, that's just what on my plate because I'm also a full-time mom. So <laughs> my priority are my kids. So this is just something I do on the side. So there. And also, my husband, my priority is also my husband. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you can't forget him, right? (laughs) Yeah. You know, know, I I always tell parents I'm a better mom because I have a very supportive husband. So, uh, yeah, so you need uh, a teammate, really, a teammate to help you um, uh, live out this approach. Yeah, Yeah,
0: I, I believe in that, teacher Tanya. It's a real teamwork when it comes to parenting, and you gotta be on the same page, just like what you said earlier. Kumbaga uh, and if there are like, a, <laughs> um, and if there are other people involved in raising children, like lolo, lola, grandparents, and yayas, you know, everybody has to be on the same page in terms of the expectations and how you want to raise your children, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, my gosh, teacher Tanya, the time went by so quickly. And let's see if there are any comments right here or any questions that we may be able to answer Uh, so far. uh, No questions in terms of uh, parenting. Um, All right. Well, I got to tell everybody, folks, uh, everyone who's listening. You have to follow teacher Tanya on Instagram because um, she posts a lot of great information um, regarding raising children. I got to check out Dr. Karandang's uh, information. And uh, um, I've never heard of Dr. Karandang uh, until uh, teacher Tanya mentioned
1: that. And also the RIE, correct? RIE? Yeah. um if you want to know more about Dr. Karandao, you can check out MLAC.com. It's uh, MLAC. Um, they do a lot of play therapies, um, uh, working with families. So just check them out. Um, RIE.org It's an international organization for respectful parenting. It's, it's a worldwide organization. So they also do a lot of uh, seminars and webinars online. So there. Awesome. And you know what I look forward to, uh, on your work, t- Teacher Tanya,
0: is your expansion on um, your training to the local public uh, daycare centers across the Philippines and re- and really teaching um, our caregivers and maybe parents who may have limited access to this sort of knowledge. Um, I know that uh, you mentioned about a certain department uh, um, in the Philippines, right? That you're working as a policy consultant and things like that. Um, So, yeah, uh, I am wishing you well in terms of that endeavor. Thank you, Teacher Alpha. All right. With that, Teacher Tanya, thank you very much for being with us. Um, And we'll see you on Instagram. We'll see you in Manila, hopefully one of these days. Good night. Thank you so much. Good night, everybody. Bye, everyone.